Hey there, thick thoughts? Ask and you shall receive, and by that I mean merch. Have you wanted to support us and look stylish repping that thick thought look? Well, here's your chance. Visit teespring.com slash stores slash thick thoughts and view a nice catalog of hoodies, shirts, mugs, and more. You can proudly show that you are the thickest of thoughts to all your friends, neighbors, and that one dude that decided to use the elliptical right next to you when he has the whole rest of the gym to work out in. Again, that's teespring.com slash stores slash thick thoughts. Look fabulous and be the thickest of thoughts. And now, on to the episode. Welcome to the Thick Thoughts Podcast. My name is Ellie, and I am not joined by my co-host, Sarah, this week. Um, We had a little bit of scheduling difficulties, and we're going to proceed regardless. It's been a little hard, so bear with us as we figure everything out. Um, But today, I am joined with my lovely, beautiful friend, Lolo. Hi. Um, and it's not my voice normally, but I guess that's the voice we're going with. <laughs> you're, you're being a different you today. Yeah. Who am I? <laughs> um, I put on podcast voice. Okay. okay as you can it. tell. That's, that's his podcast voice. It's mm-hmm. more Valley Girl style. Mm-hmm. Is it? I don't know. Is that? We'll, go feel like we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We'll feel it out a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lolo is one of my bestest of friends and I Bye. love <laughs> and I love her dearly. So everybody be nice to her. I swear to God. Oh, I love you dearly. <laughs> um, and I think everybody's going to really like you. So. Oh, gosh. I, I hope so. I'm so nervous. No, you're not. Get out of here. I know. <laughs> Get out of town. You're not nervous. It's just like I a-, have a question. I have a question before we and this can totally be like on air but like um cursing how is that you know oh you can you can say fucking shit and everything yeah it's fine. cool all right cool fuck shit titties <laughs> fuck Hot shit nuggets. titties yeah know. okay i'm the one that right. edits it so and i mean i put explicit on everything because we talk about like human bodies and apparently that's like not okay for certain people cool no that makes sense makes sense i was just making sure because i <laughs> you know like let's continue yeah. Um, so Lorena has a very awesome journey and, and she's not part of the Instagram community. She's part of different communities and or not. Um, I don't know what she wants to decipher to say today, but she's just an amazing person. And I'm very g- grateful that she's talking to us today um, because she's a very busy girl. I need to. I mean, I, you caught me just as I finished the semester today. So it's a. Well, congrats. One, it's a one free, one free day. Damn. Um, speaking of which, I am and I'm enjoying a beautiful beverage as I talk to you today because I've had a very rough day <laughs> at work. Oh dear, what kind of beverage are you enjoying, Elizabeth? Um, I'm. I, well, we're not sponsored, but it's a. I can say it is a hard seltzer. A hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a beverage that I was enjoying. But I'm not instead being comforted by this lovely weighted blanket I bought today, and it's Oof. really doing wonders for me right now. Did you get it at Target? No, I got it at TJ Maxx. Damn. <laughs> so Lorena who is. Am I? Who is Lorena? Um, she is an amazing person. I keep saying that, but she is an f- extremely talented. Um, would you say seamstress and costume designer? I that's 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 a, that's, a, that's about right. That's one of the many things that I I guess I am. <laughs> so she's um super talented at costume designing she does a lot of cosplay um dare i say would you consider it plus size cosplay or just you know, cosplay so okay it's here's where that become not here's where that gets a little tricky um and this is a conversation that i guess most people can have um so it's plus size cosplay just because i myself am a plus size person Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, um, there was a certain point when I was cosplaying that someone made a page, I guess, on Facebook that people that, I, so their, so their whole thing on Facebook was just to call out people that they were like, oh, this is terrible cosplay just because these people are fat or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, you know, everyone would go on this sort of, like, white knight spree, you know, defending the people that were in the photos, which is beautiful. It was great. It was amazing. Like, I love the response that my friends had to these photos. And then, in turn, it brought back all these people that started following me just because they thought I was so brave or whatever for cosplaying while I was being while I was plus size. But I think that ended up detracting a lot from my point, which was just to make good costumes. Because everyone was just so focused on the fact that I was a fat person cosplaying versus I was just a good seamstress. I don't know. I don't know. I just, um, so I am a plus, a plus size cosplayer, but I, it, I, when people, fo- when people focus so much on the fact that you're a plus size cosplayer, they don't focus as much on the costume itself. And that's a little bit annoying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's, 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 you know, that's, that's part of that journey for me. I, can I tell you something? I totally completely understand everything that you're saying because I personally (laughs) like, like, um, I guess for, I don't cosplay because I, I mean, you know me, I've been very (laughs) self-conscious my whole life. If, if I could cosplay, I would have, if I had the balls to do it, but I never did because Mm -hmm. I always cared, I guess, um, if I'm being totally honest about that. I didn't ever yeah, want no, that to happen. Yeah, no, we're here to be honest with each other, so. Right. So I never did it, but, like, as somebody, like, I guess I can relate it to, I play video games, and instead of just being considered somebody who plays video games, I'm considered a girl that girl plays video, that, vid- that just, just happens. You're a gamer, you're a girl gamer. Yeah, so I guess I understand that in that in that context, and I'm just like, yeah, but I just like playing games, like, what does it matter what's in between my pants, like, in my pants right. or whatever, mm-hmm. but I totally understand it, but yeah, um, and I, and I get that because I wouldn't want to be deciphered based on it. And your fucking costumes, I've seen them in person. I've touched them. I've hugged them. <laughs> I can I can attest to their perfection. Like, you have some of the most bomb-ass cosplay I think I've ever seen, like, in person. And I'm not saying that because I know you. I'm saying that because, like, in reality, like... Oh, no. I can't handle praise. Because, <laughs> like, the thing is, Lorena is very attention to detail. Uh, no, I mean, everyone's at different levels. And, you know, it all comes from that territory of, like, how long you... A, if you're getting into it freshly, if you're doing it for a couple of years, I've been making costumes for about, wow, 10 years now, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and yeah, like yeah, back in the be- back in the beginning, I was I-, I didn't wear wigs. I would just use my own hair. And I was like, like wow, this is terrible. And I wouldn't really do much makeup now. You know, it's a it's a different story. Um, but um you know, like, it's one of the things that you sort of, you also change with the times. Like, there used to be a Tumblr that I would submit my costumes to. And it was, I think it was, like, a chubby cosplay or something like that. And, you know, it was great to be able to see all these people that were cosplaying together. And, you know, that were all plus size chubby people. And they, everybody looked great. Um, and you could just sort of see everyone together, but then, you know, that was right at the beginning when I didn't really have many followers or anything. I didn't really know that many people in the cosplay community. And then when I got more followers and I had more friends in the community, that's when it then, like, that's when I started focusing less on what I look like in a costume versus what my costume looks like, you know? I never. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes total sense because I never thought of it that way. Like you know, at, and because uh, and, and then from later on from there, I started making more costumes, not just for myself, for other people, for theater, for shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a point that it was entirely just like, how do I look like in this? What do I look like in this? And that not so much focusing on the craftsmanship of the outfits themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I start, when I took a step back and I was focusing just on my craft and my art form. Um, I don't know. It just, it, it was a little bit more eye-opening. And, but, like, so... Yeah, but then it became of this, like, okay, like, what do I, how do I want people to be, uh, to perceive me? Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword, because then at the same time, like, you know, it's not like I'm trying to deny who I am. Like, hell yeah, I'm fat. Hell yeah, I'm a chubby cosplayer. Like, mm-hmm. So it's a little strange. So, yeah, but I the think point of the, mor- the moral of the story is, yeah, I make costumes, I wear them, and I'm a plus size cosplayer. 
There you go. And you don't give a shit, which is, I think, the part where, like, like you don't care what people have to say as long as they're like, that, that was a dope-ass costume, you know? Yeah, like, you know, if the... Ma- if the majority of the people that see that care just care that what I have to show is a good costume, then fuck the other five percent then that are trying to like give me lip for it. Which in the end, you know, I really don't have that like as much as there's drama on the internet and stuff like that. I really haven't had that many bad interactions with people um, calling me out or anything or saying any negative things about me. Mostly because I'm also just kind of, like, a nice person. I'm pretty nice to everybody. So, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I think now I want to try more cosplay stuff. So, if you know you want I mean, whenever you're ready to cosplay, <laughs> I will happily help you get started. I always had, like, I always had, like, all these, like, ideas of what I wanted to do and then I never, like, fully did it because I was always so well, terrified. Okay, so, like, what kind of stuff would you... What like what's like a dream character that you've always wanted yourself as? Oh bitch! <laughs> oh bitch! Oh bitch! Come on, give me like a top three. We're gonna get real nerdy, but we'll talk about it later. But like for real <laughs> though, like I really do want to cosplay. But maybe that's like a goal of mine. I feel like like how um jumping out of a plane right now is my number one goal to get to which is once I reach 100 pounds down I want to jump out of a plane because I think I can legally jump out of a plane like I think I'm at the weight limit you know what I mean I think you have to be under 200 pounds to jump out of a plane so I'm like if I can get under two like I am under two but I'm like real close to 200 so if I wear clothes like they'll be like bitch you 200, mm-hmm. you can't jump out of a plane, and then I'll oh just start God. crying. So I'm going to wait until I get roll under it so that when I even wear clothes, I will be under 200. I don't know what the actual weight limit is, guys, okay? So I don't want anybody to at me and be like, it's actually 230 Here, pounds. Hold on. I'm going to fact check while we're talking. <laughs> I mean, I think that's pretty dope. I think exactly. That's, I mean, for me, it's terrifying. I would never in my life jump out of a plane, but <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I get my adrenaline rushes from other things. <laughs> I want to jump out of a plane. That's like my thing. I want to do. I want to do bungee dream, jumps, man. Follow your dream. I'm just not gonna follow you down, down that dream. I 100 percent think you will. Listen, my mama raised a leader, not a follower. Lolo, fuck you. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, like so. So what it? What do you think was the for you? What was a turning point where you were like, I don't give a shit what anybody has to say about me. Like, what was it that you said to yourself? Like, what was that inner monologue like? Um. Okay. So I, I'm not gonna. I don't think it's a monologue per se, but we can as always attest things to boys because boys suck. Sorry, boys out there. I mean, I love you guys. I'm pretty sure you're all wonderful, but I always blame turning points in life to boys. I mean, or girls. Depends on what you like. Or girls. Or, or girls. people. I'm, I'm speaking my, to, from myself, from my perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the, for whoever you're attracted to, they can generally have a pretty strong effect on uh, situations. Um, and so I, I actually, so I have a really funny... Um, so, okay, I'm oh, sorry. Let me just give a, like, a side note here. Other than cosplaying, I'm an act- actually an artist. I draw as well and paint and make things. Um, and I noticed one day, I was looking through, like, old sketchbooks. And, you know, you know, you do, like, self-portraits a lot. Like, you'll just draw yourself, right? And I noticed a shift in how I drew myself in my freshman year of college. That's super interesting. Like, and I actually, I ended up one day going through and I made a video and I went through like 15 years of sketchbooks. Um, and I took, and I scanned, I scanned them all and I scanned every single drawing that I had made of myself in the course of 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I to see the shift in how I would depict myself on paper, you know, like this is my, this is how I view myself. And I there was a shift, there was a hard shift, um, in my freshman year of college. 
Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I was like, oh, what happened? Like, and you know, I looked at it, I looked back on it and I'm like, what happened? Um, and sure enough, I, I can, I, I, if you look at the sketchbook, you can, you can see what was going on at the time. And sure enough, it was a boy. <laughs> um, um, and there was this boy that I liked and, um, it didn't, for the most part, it did, did not pan out, but it was in a pretty catastrophic way. Like, we you know, we had a really big falling out, mm-hmm. um, but it was, I guess, a falling out that caused that caused me to reevaluate. I guess I was looking for to him for some sort of confirmation or something, you mm-hmm. know. Of, I don't know if it was value or what. Valid um, validation, maybe. Validation, yeah, exactly. Some sort of validation from this person. Um, and then what I realized was that this person was an absolute piece of shit. And I realized that why was I looking for validation from someone that didn't that I didn't just like that this didn't deserve to validate me because their values were so shitty so I was like you know what wait wait no 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 let's let's take a step back let's let's see what we want to do with life and then um you know at that point I had not a lot of big not big changes but I joined a sorority um I started going out more um and I started just making a lot of different new like different friends and it was just more it was just you know out of this like just one need to have this change and from that also came the change of how I realized I was looking at myself mm-hmm. um and I realized also the change so the big the I made this drawing of we had to do these self-portraits essentially for our class and it was you had to do the drawing in the style of a different artist, you know, pick an artist and draw, do a self-portrait. Um, and I painted myself in the style, in like the Alphonse Mucha style. Mm-hmm. Um, and they explain, just kind of stuck. Explain a mm-hmm. little bit of what that is. Uh, so Alphonse Mucha is um, sort of this avant-garde, like, but essentially, you know, most of his painting or his illustrations are of women and they'll be surrounded by flowers they're very beautiful they kind of look stained glasses in a way mm-hmm. this very elegant regal style is what what the women sort of look like in his in his illustrations uh so that's how i chose to depict myself was in his style and it just kind of stuck i guess and then like that's just how i've been like depicting myself ever since um like my art style is in from has developed from then, but like I realize that like how I draw myself is how I'm how I see myself at the moment, you know. Right. And it's just like the clearest way to see how I'm feeling is how I how I how um how I'm feeling about myself. You can just clearly see it whenever I draw myself. Right. You are that's like super freaking cool. Like I would have never pick that out I probably need to look through like I mean I don't have journals but I probably should like go through my shit and see how I view myself um it. let me hold on. I might have the video so I might I might be able to send it to you just mm-hmm. so that you can see it oh, my phone's being dumb but it was just you know it's just one of those that like you might not if, if you know if, if you know if you don't if drawing yourself isn't something that you normally do you wouldn't notice this so it's just like it's just something that I uh what's the word I'm looking for it's a perk I guess of being an artist so you can just kind of see that Mm -hmm. I I like Uh, that what you said that like why take value from someone that doesn't deserve to value you I like I like what you said there right like I didn't know I it was one of those things that when you looked at it you you know you were putting all you you know you were putting a lot of emphasis on this person and then eventually when you realized that the values of this person are something that align with your values, then why should you be looking to them for validation? You know, mm-hmm. that's such um, a, that's some truth bomb right there, Lolo. Truth bombs dropping. I'm, we're dropping truths tonight. Truth. <laughs> it's a hundred percent truth. It's we only we only dropping the mad truths here. <laughs> um, and you know, and then you know, again from that, how do I how do I say this? I don't know. 
basically just I don't know listen listen to yourself and not to other people that's that's kind of what I got from that mm-hmm. um and then literally from there on in it was it's been more of just like oh I do what I want <laughs> no one can tell me otherwise right because you're... I try to tell myself that well I try to tell myself that but it's hard sometimes well, you're bomb as fuck, so that's probably well, why. Thanks, man. <laughs> you're bomb as fuck. I feel like this entire episode is just me like blowing smoke up your ass, and I'm so sorry. Please don't. No, it makes me so. It makes me so self conscious. Why? You're you're kicking ass and taking names, yeah. okay? I'm self conscious because then I don't know. Everyone else is gonna be like, man, she's not actually that great, and I'm like, <laughs> shut up. So speaking of cultural, uh, uh, speaking of influences, do you think our cultural influences had something to do? with our uh, like our um what's the word i'm trying to find upbringing up yeah do you think our like our upbringing had something to do with the way we view our bodies um because you have a very similar upbringing i think to mine so that's why i'm asking sure um i don't mm, i'm gonna go with actually no um like personally again like i um what's the word i'm looking for like in general like i generally don't really view myself negatively mm-hmm. um i know a lot of people do um and there you know there's moments where i'm like eh, it's not it's not my best day you know um but generally speak like i mean i don't do do you mean do you do you mean that in the sense of like because of hispanic house hold upbringings everyone telling you like do you mean that in the sense of like viewing yourself negatively like is that what you're trying to ask yeah like do you think like oh you haven't eaten today you're you're you know you need to be eating more or like um just like little comments and things like oh this person's gaining so much weight or um I don't know, just things that like are in our embedded in our culture that's not necessarily meant as something bad, but can be perceived as something bad. I, don't I guess think so. Um, you know, my family has never been like if if my family's made if if my family has like made those sort of comments over the years, I've never taken notice. <laughs> <laughs> like you know like you know how there's always like oh you don't want to go to the party because that one tia is going to call you fat or whatever mm-hmm. or like like if the if someone has been making those comments i swear to god i've never fucking noticed <laughs> pay no mind um, to the you know, angry right? tia pay no mind to the angry tia i literally i i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> like straight up um, you know, the only person really that I ever listened to is my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom's way of <laughs> of raising me essentially is uh, she's really uh, in Spanish. She's very holodona, you know. Yeah, she bothers you a lot. Know. Yeah, but not in a, like not a bad bother. No, but no, no, no. Like um, she breaks your balls like she a lot. Po- my, like my mom pokes fun essentially. Yeah, she breaks your balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. like big goes um but i think for me that instead caused giving me a negative uh or a you know negative image of myself or anything it's given me more of a tough skin to deal with things like that mm-hmm. um and i know that not everyone in my family reacts the same way like my cousin my mom will interact with my cousin the same way that she interacts with me mm-hmm. and my cousin's like no tia why did you say that like you know for her it's always more of a she takes it more to heart. Um, but I just don't take these. I, whenever someone says something like that, I don't take it seriously. I'm just like, all right, whatever, fuck you. Like, move <laughs> on with life. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I think more than anything, the way that I was raised and my household has instead just kind of helped me have thicker skin to just put up with bullshit. Right. Like, you know, I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go on. A, I'm gonna I'm just gonna give a huge side note over here. I have a really bad memory, like in general. Mm-hmm. Like you messed with me like a couple of years ago. Yeah, I completely forgot about it. 
So, you know, I know there's people that, you know, they had a lot of like situations of bullying or stuff when they were younger and that's had an impact on their life as they're older. I swear to God, if someone bullied me in elementary school, I would not remember. Like, right. And it's just literally because I straight up don't remember. <laughs> I <laughs> wish I had that memory is. power. I remember like everything. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I'm like, I, I am sure I've had a lot of issues with people, you know, either being mean to me or doing whatever to me, like, as I was growing up, but like, I just don't remember it so it just doesn't didn't have much of an effect we need i, I <laughs> feel like I, my bad memory it's not because of anything else i feel like i need to think more like you where it's just like okay cool you think that cool i'm just gonna keep doing what the fuck i'm doing over here i'm just gonna keep doing whatever i'm doing like, <laughs> cool. thank you thanks for your feedback bye i think everybody needs to have your sort of train of thought <laughs> sorry what i think everybody needs to have like your train of like thinking in mind and just My, like okay no but the train of thinking is called you don't remember anything <laughs> it's not good it's not good <coughs> well i'm sure um, you remember something i'm sure i no no no. i'm sure there's like a couple of things that go i mean i remember all the embarrassing like i remember embarrassing things that i've done that i'm embarrassed about but mm-hmm. not like not of other people you know right um <laughs> okay you think that way I, i'm gonna I, pay I, you I, no I, mind I such a ditz. i sound like such an airhead you don't you don't at all um <laughs> um speaking of paying no mind um <laughs> uh so you so you so your answer to cultural influences on like your struggle or whatever is um not struggle I wouldn't say struggle because you're not struggling but like you're just being would not be a cultural thing for you you would say say that wait what like your um your journey to like self-confidence and just being you you wouldn't attribute well you would attribute your thick skin to culture rather than um anything negative you would say um I guess, you know, I had attributed to a just in general, my like my household upbringing mm-hmm. is a big one. Um, and I guess, yeah, maybe cultural, you know, I've always been the kind of person that I'm like, OK, like, this is what I like. If you don't like it, you know, right. Tough luck. Like, you don't you don't have to talk to me like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you were talking about video games earlier. I also really like video games. I love video games. I've played video games all my life. Um, and, you know, in middle school, it was funny because in middle school, though, like I was trying to be, I, I you know, I was, re- I was playing a lot of video games. Like in middle school, I think I was like just starting to play like Final Fantasy and those kind of games. But at the same time, I was trying to like also experiment with makeup. You know, and mm-hmm. like I try, I'd bring like all these little bags full of makeup and like set them up on my desk, and like it was like trying to balance this weird thing of like the really tomboy video game stuff with all the boys, but also wanting to wear a lot of makeup and just be really, really girly and really feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's for me, it's always been like I just kind of do whatever I, I've always just done whatever I'm interested in, and, and like not really cared about the repercussions for the other side or anything like that. Right. Um, and to this day, I still kind of live my life like that, which is probably not the best. But... Well, you can but that's, just, that's, just, that's just literally how I am. So <laughs> um, would you. So let's talk about boys again. Boys. Oh, let's talk about boys. I love boys. I hate boys, but I love boys. <laughs> so you said that like your self-image a lot of the times has to do with like there may or may not have been some sort of outer influence in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that sense, yeah. In that sense, yes. Because, mm-hmm. again, boys. Might not care what people think, but I do want a boy to like me. So, <laughs> like, it's one of those, you know, it depends on, like, who you want to, like, if you, if you like, for me, it's, like, if I'm interested in this one person, then I care about what they think. I might not care what anybody else thinks, but I care about that what, what that one person thinks, you know? Mm-hmm. Until they disappoint you and then Until you're like I, I don't realize care. that they're shitty they're all <laughs> shitty <laughs> Ma, yeah especially dating so you've been in the dating realm 
you pull a lot of game is basically where I was getting. This is where the segue is. I, I, I really, I really don't. I know you think I do, but I you really do, girl. Okay, okay, okay. For everybody listening, okay, I will be talking to her like, hey, I've been on Tinder all day and I haven't been able to get a match. This bitch already had a fucking lunch date with somebody <laughs> and is like pulling mad, mad, like, uh, what is it? What am I trying to say? Mad, um, uh, I just said the word matches game? matches. No, you match matches. with like a bunch of dudes and you have a lot of game. Like you send me your screenshots and I'm like, damn, dude, I wish I oozed that much fucking game that you yeah, have. Can then, you but give then what comes out of it other than me sending, having an entire conversation with Star Wars gifts with some guy? Like, Listen, OK, the thing is, we we live in an area where it's not, you know, the best catch area, I guess I should say. Yeah, let's um, yeah, let's let's preface it with okay, like with the fact that um I live in an area where it's like, e- like you know, let's preface it this way. Even if I don't care what people think about myself or how I look, people do care. So that it's like yeah, like the majority of the population in our area and where we live really does care what people look like. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, kind of sucks. Like sucks for you guys because i'm awesome like yeah like okay i can okay see i've been trying to explain this to some people um that like in the area where we live we live um let's say south florida that's right i mean they know where i live but we live near in south florida whatever um and everybody there is very it's very vanity driven everything that you do it's a very vain materialistic like Mm mm-hmm like literally everything is about appearances down here and it's and it's that and it's not even appearances it's like in general it's like that first appearance you know mm-hmm. going to eh. going to the gym is like going to a fucking circus every fucking time i go to the gym because like if it's <laughs> if it's a mixed gym of like mixed genders or whatever the dudes will come in and they're like dressed to the nines basically in their quote-unquote gym clothes their hair perfectly quaffed and done and then you have the girls that come in with all of full ass makeup on and like they're also dressed to the nines it's like a mating dance yeah yeah and then it's like anywhere anywhere that you go in that area is like it's for show everybody's peacocking at all times that's a good that's a good way to describe it like literally 24 7 everyone's like fucking peacocking yeah everyone especially on tinder yeah oh 100 on tinder if you don't literally like everybody on tinder has a dead fish and immediately i swipe left on that one huh what no 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 literally everyone's fucking fishing holding like a massive dead fish and i'm like you know like does that mean i feel like whenever i see those pictures i'm like does this mean that you're a good hunter and you can provide for me is that Mm -hmm. what you're trying to show me yeah like what does this mean (laughs) what does this dead fish mean it just means i'm gonna swipe left on you is all that means (laughs) but so even even the dudes that you think literally don't put anything into their looks and then you match with them and then like you'll have a nice conversation with them, whatever it is, they're all very vanity driven. So if you show up and you're not at the, the fucking, if you're not a 10 on their scale, you're immediately like kind of thrown off to the side. But what I'm trying yeah, to say like, is like... It doesn't really matter even if you try, yeah. like even if you try your hardest to look as ten, like if you try to be as ten on your own personal scale as far as how you look, like mm-hmm. you know, there's very uh, what I'm looking for, and you know, this probably happens everywhere. Like I'm sure this happens in plenty of other cities that are just down here, but it's rough and like it's it is hard to date down here. Like that's not it's, it's nothing new. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, but it's 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 hard to. Yeah, it's just hard to, whatever, match with anybody, number one. Number two, go into the situation, like, super confident. And I can say that you pull some game and you do meet some people on there. Whether or not something comes from it, you've met a lot of people on there. No, and I have. I have. I have gone on, I will go with a handful of dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they have been interesting people. Some of, well, okay, none of them have <laughs> worked out in the end. But, you know, some have had more potential than others. We'll go with that. Right. Um, even if it just didn't work out because of the person specifically, like, you know, something just didn't work out in the end. Um, 
but so there are pe- there are people out there. There are normal people. This just hasn't just hasn't been the right one, I guess. Yeah. Um. But like, can you give pointers to <laughs> to those out there? Pointers. <laughs> I literally okay for um transparency here. I literally send Lorena sometimes conversations I'm having so that she can answer for me. So please, Lorena, give pointers. I literally, I literally don't. I, God. I don't know. I mean, give I us know, your man. secrets. I don't have secrets. Like, I think the one thing is also you just have to manage your own expectations, you know? Like, a lot of times I'll go in and I'll swipe, like, swipe right on, like, the hottest guys. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know they're not going to swipe. I could but, like... Like for you know, a lot of times you're just kind of going in it for fun, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think it's like a you know, it. I guess you have to think about kind of not just what they're looking for, but what you're looking for too. Like some people really are just looking to smash, and like if you're not looking for that, don't swipe right on those people or don't continue the conversation. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, like I've had, like I'm not the kind of I'm not a person to sleep with someone on a first date or just like hook up with someone. That's just not, it's not who I am, which makes meeting people on Tinder a little hard <laughs> because everyone's just trying to smash. Right, um, which is true. But what most people, which is true, like most people. No, no, no. It is most people, and you know you have to respect that. That's what some people are there to do. So, you know, you a you have to be open about what it is like with everybody. Um, be like it sounds corny as hell, but like you can't be anyone else other than yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just kind of kind of be who you are. And let, I go on random tangents, and some might find that charming. Some people might find that um, the kind of thing that makes them run for the hills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's all good humor. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, like, it's, you know, again, it's all about knowing, again, and it's also hard knowing what you want, because I don't even know what I want sometimes, but, but yeah, I don't know, Tinder's weird. I don't really have tips for Tinder. I don't know, I, really I feel like don't. you, I feel like you do. I feel like you do, and you're I, holding back the good stuff for yourself. I don't, what, what, I'm what getting. good stuff, dude, what good stuff? I don't know, I have you, you right for me. some good gifts, like, I don't know. Meme it up. Yeah. What? Meme it up. Meme, yeah, send some good memes. I don't know, make sure they don't look like total idiots. <laughs> like, um, would you, do you have any sort of advice for anybody that's like on a, I guess like a journey of self-acceptance, like, like one that you probably had to go through at one point? Yeah. Do you have any word like words of wisdom that you would really like to give out there? Words of wisdom. Let me bestow my age old wisdom upon you. Step one. I don't have a, it's, this is not a twelve step process. Like, <laughs> this is this is not a twelve step. You know, like um, li- literally. Ugh, see, because then I feel like it's I feel like once you like start giving wisdom, you get all preachy, and then people are like. Eh, person sounds like a dumbass no um, just just say what you need to say say it from the heart you know you know like again it's i mean i think for me what it comes down to is that uh, we're all so focused on our you know we all have our own, we all have struggles right and we're all so focused on our own struggles that like we kind of stop to we kind of forget that other people are having similar struggles um and i think what ends up happening there is like you like i don't know like i feel like you're people are so worried about what other people think about them when in fact other people are just worried about themselves because everyone is just worried about themselves in the end you know um so I think what's important is just to know, take care of yourself, take care of the people that are around you, and, like, you know, once you kind of notice that everyone is on the same, like, you know, everyone's having different struggles, but everyone's on the same fucking boat of, like, not knowing what the hell is going on, 
once you kind of notice that, like, you know, you might be on one boat, but everyone else is just, like, on a boat that's, like, a different boat, but they're mm-hmm. literally, like, right next to you in the middle of the ocean, like, stranded. Like, it doesn't make it, it, may, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem, make that person seem so far away or so distant from you, you know? You're no different than somebody else. Um... And, you know, everyone's going through their own struggles. And it's just kind of about figuring out how to just overcome all those struggles together. Like, it might seem different just because other people look different and we all have unique bodies. Um, Like, I might not have that many, like, you know, I might not care too much about what people think of me from a physical perspective but like I you know I have I'm diabetic and I'm always like super self-conscious that people are going to think that I'm like a really unhealthy diabetic even though I'm not you know like it's just because I don't have one insecurities I mean I don't have others right does that make sense Mm -hmm. um so someone else might be insecure about something else even though you think that they're perfectly fine so i don't know does that make sense yeah i'm really like i'm ram- i feel like i'm rambling no 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 you make you make total I, don't, sense. I don't have like an end goal with this message but ba- basically be yourself because you want to be yourself is what you're saying yeah i mean there's, there's nobody else but yourself that you can be you know mm-hmm. so why would you want to be anybody else mm-hmm. like there's only one you there's only you're the only one the person that can make that make you special only you know how, who you like, how you think and how you feel. So there's no point in trying to like, a focus on what other people want or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is you know help them through their struggles if they're having any, and then hopefully they'll help you back. You're so positive, I can't even handle it. Okay, you mentioned that you were diabetic. For those listening, can you kind of explain a little bit about your journey with that? Yeah, totally. Um, So I was not born diabetic. I'm type 1 diabetic right now. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, 27 years old. Um, So I was diagnosed um, with LADA. It's like a, they call it 1.5, type 1.5, because it's a, you've got a little bit of 1, a little bit of 2. This is around the time that I was 15, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um. Which eventually they diagnose, they just re-diagnose it as just type one. Um, but what they think happened is that when I was uh, earlier that year, I had had gotten a really bad um, virus while I was in Punta Cana, mm-hmm. of course in DR because that's where everything happens these days. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to laugh at that. Sorry. No, it's 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 fine. Um, but. Um, I had this really bad virus, which they think uh, could have triggered, like, some sort of predis- uh, predisposed condition that was in my body, you know? Mm-hmm. So after I got over that illness, it was, like, things started getting a little weird. My body was doing a bunch of weird stuff. And then it, it turned into just being diagnosed diabetic. Um, and it was a bit of a rough or a strange patch because that was right as I was ending high school and going into college. So, like, by the time that I was starting insulin and I was starting on being in non-injections, I was, like, also just going to college for the first time. And I was, like, partying it up and drinking for the first time. So it was a bit of a weird mix for those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about insulin, the fun thing about insulin is that it makes you gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> We all so, know about that. Well, I know about that, but yeah. <laughs> so if you were not, if you were diabetic, but you weren't on insulin and you were like a nice whopping like 190 pounds and then you finally get it, start getting on insulin and you get it under control, you will go up to a nice 240 or something like that. Yeah. And then never lose the 240. <laughs> Which is sort of the situation that we are in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in college, it was a bit, you know, it wasn't as 
it was strange because you know you're you're in college for the first time you're kind of doing things on your own um I had I think freshman year was okay but like sophomore year it was more of the mm, I I can I don't need this insulin I don't need to do this so I was skipping a lot of boluses for example um and I did end up in the hospital one time and that was fun and by that I mean not fun it was super fun <laughs> what are you talking about it was super fun I so I came home for the rest of that semester but it was uh there was only about a month left so I finished some then we got a little bit better and then we got so much better that instead what I was having I ended up having um like a like a seizure because mm-hmm. my sugar was so low which was the complete opposite of where we were before um so I also went home that semester um and you know I was just trying to figure it out and just trying to get those numbers under control um and eventually everything sort of worked out. I ended up graduating and everything was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of the struggle and the insecurity that I have, it, it's not even something that's like I can even control. Um, you know, people have their own, you know, a lot of people, if you say you're a diabetic, you know, they instantly assume you're a type 2 diabetic. One. Right. Um, so they'll, a lot of times, especially if you're also, if you're overweight, um, so essentially everyone will just assume that a, it's your fault, that it's something that you did to yourself through mm-hmm. uh, unhealthy eating habits or something like that. And I'm like, no, no, but no, I didn't, it wasn't me. <laughs> I literally, which, like, there's nothing I could have done to avoid this. Like, yeah. No, which is like super shitty that automatically people just assume not health. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, like and when they the see you, not or not you, people. but like in general, you, like the general you, not just you. Um, and the problem is that, you know, if it's only people, then, you know, I can deal with people, mm-hmm. but it's doctors too. That's like the worst part. Yeah. Like if I go into a doctor's office and they're like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay, cool. I'm diabetic. So then automatically everyone assumes it's type two. So then they're like giving me all these things. And I'm like, no dog type one. God. Like everyone just looks at you and automatically that they assume they know your medical or anything about you based on what you look like. Right. They have like a like a boner to give you like what happened? They have like a like a mini boner to like give you um Uh, like a quote unquote fat person diagnosis, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um and then a lot of what ends up happening too is that, you know if you know you're having like an episode or something because my, my, you know, your blood sugar is low like mm-hmm. my my thing right now is that I'm in the workforce I have a full-time job you know I work in an office um and I don't want to seem like an irresponsible employee because I'm having this sort of medical reaction right you know or the situation that's happening because of my blood sugar um so I think like that's where most of my insecurities lie is just around my medical history <laughs> Right. Which, to be honest, kind of, I would say, lends into your, I don't give a shit what you think about me, because there's other things that are more important. Yeah, I have other things to worry about. I think that's where that comes from. It's not that you don't... Maybe. You don't... Maybe. We're having a psychoanalysis. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. This is what this is. But yeah, I think that that probably plays into it, that you have more important things to think about than what this fucking asshole over here thinks about what, like... Mm Mm-hmm what you look like in your fucking dope-ass Kylo Ren costume. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, just because you go into a doctor and because you're... As somebody who's also dealt with insulin issues, obviously not on the level that you have, you know, mm-hmm. Um, I can also say that insulin's a fucking little asshole. <laughs> so did hey, they... Did be, they... be nice to... My, that's my life support. Be nice. Well, it's nice to you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, it's bad for me. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm still like detoxing my skin from it. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, but what what was I what was I trying to go for with this? Oh yeah, so like it just it kind of sucks in general that like if you go to a doctor immediately they assume unhealthy whatever you need to whatever. Did they ever try to put you do type one diabetics get metformin as well or no? That's like a type two. Yeah, thing. so I had metformin when I like when I first started I was on metformin, mm-hmm. and then. Um, I wasn't, I was off it for a couple of years. And then when they tried to put me back on it, it's, I was just getting really, really bad. Um, 
reactions to it. So I'm I I got switched to a different medication. I don't take metformin anymore, but metformin was like freaking the fucking pits. It's the worst. It's the worst. Everybody, listen. <laughs> I've shit my pants more times in like a week on metformin than I think I did as a child, like as a baby. You know what I mean? Literally, it's the worst. It's like, the literal fucking and worst. The funny thing was that for a while I was, I, I just, I forgot about it. So I was, I didn't realize like, every day around noon, I'd be like, man, like, my stomach is killing me. Like, I really, like, luckily there was like this one tiny secluded bathroom that no one would go to at work. Mm-hmm. So I just go to that one. But like, it would be like, why is this like happening? And then I'm like, wait, motherfucker, I'm back on metformin. That's what's causing all the problems. Like, yeah. What sucks is like, they'll give you, like when I used to go in because I have PCOS and there's like really no one all be all medicine for it. So they give you like 40 different fucking things to, to like drink at the same time. And they always mm-hmm. put me on like a crazy amount of metformin. And um, I think I've explained this in the podcast, but I'm explaining it to you. Uh, but the like... I don't know. It was like a literal outer body experience with metformin. And they, they give it to you because they're like, oh, you're fat and you'll lose some weight because it'll quote unquote balance you out. And I'm like, no, I'm losing weight because I'm literally shitting everything. Like, no, no. I know it's like TMI, but I don't care. Everybody. I mean, it's this podcast. We talk about everything. But I'm saying like it's it like I, I, I can't. Doctors sometimes just like really do piss me off. Um, and I think that we're good for now, Lorena. Thank you so much for joining us here on Fic Thoughts. You're thanks for having me. Um, I like you are the thickest of thoughts. Oh, you are <laughs> the thickest of thoughts, bitch! I've never had it thrown back at me. I don't think, but thank you. <laughs> wow, Wait, what really, man? All y'all sleeping on this? This thick ass <laughs> bitch is so hot. Well, thank you, Loretta, uh, Lolo, for being here with us today. Um, if you guys want, please follow the podcast on every single social media that you can think of. Um, we are everywhere you can listen to podcasts. If you're in a pinch and you're not on your, you know, your, your iTunes, and if you're on, you know, one of those Androids, we're on Google Play. You know, I mean, you wouldn't be hearing us if you if you didn't have an, an iPad or like a, a podcast thing to listen to us in. But regardless, uh, just follow us everywhere. Please leave us um, a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us. We uh, thank you and appreciate it. Um, And uh, we will see you next week. Bye.